Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. How are you up there in L.A.? I'm doing great. You know, I'm, I was I was just kind of putting my uh, ear to the door and I'm hearing these drums. These are oh, those are the drums of war. Oh, my Lord. As if we don't have enough going on in this world, Frank. Dave, Dave I think you've got the mistake in there. I think those 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 things you're hearing outside your door are the illegal Mexicans pounding on your on your door that, that are right outside the Los Angeles or something. I was going to say, maybe it might be just be the, the local rap band, you know, get, getting down with it uh, of Santa Monica Boulevard here. Exactly. So my my goodness, um, somewhat predictable, somewhat shocking. Um, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, just world War thought, III, uh, Ukraine plus. Just when we thought COVID was still going to be the story of 2022 and the upcoming election, we got our boy, uh, Mr. Uh, Putin. Yep. Putin, 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 Putin. Yeah. He's out there saying, um, not so fast. Not so fast. Uh, this has been building up for months. We're going to get into this big time deep because this does yep. affect us all. Yeah. Um, what's um, my initial thought right away was um, he has done this several times. Sure. Okay. Sure. And always with a Democrat in office, by the way. Absolutely. Um, oh, actually, George Bush was, uh, he, he attacked any Georgia. No, like, I, like you said, Dave, always with a Democrat in office. You were correct. Ah, <laughs> very good. <laughs> um, and somebody pre- said, oh, three, even three months ago, he always likes to go in just after the Olympics are over. Always, yeah. Especially since his, his friends over there in China were hosting. Yeah. So, oh, I got to wait till the Olympics are done that nobody yep. watched and no one cares about. Exactly. As a, as a side note. So here we side are. Side note. Uh, we are taping this on the 27th of February, 2022. Year of our Lord. Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, is getting hammered. There's obviously hot spots all over. And this all happened literally after our last podcast, so like yeah, what, five yeah. days five days ago. And we're dedicating this whole show to Ukraine just for folks at home. So you're gonna yeah, so we, we got to dive into this. So my, my uh, you know, there's so much, there's, a, there's always more to this than meets the eye. It's multi, it's a multi, it's not just, ooh, Putin's a bad guy. Right. It's a multi-dimensional chessboard that everybody's playing right now. And we're going to see how things shake out. And obviously, we want to hope and think the best of the local Ukraine citizen, just the average bloke yep. they're trying to scrape uh, a scrape by a living. Yeah. Um, number one with a bullet is the weakness of our current administration. Yes, sir. That's the first the first thing that leaps out at me. Yeah. And Donald Trump said it many times. And he, oh, he's just he's uh, talking out of his you know what? No. When Donald Trump was in office, he had respect around the world, and yep. he he kind of showed a certain amount of authority and respect, and yep. he, um, yep. he demanded it, and he got it. Totally. Joe Biden has fanned the flames of, we- of not only the war, but has shown time after time after time weakness yes. and uh, bowing to Putin and the other thugs around the world, because believe me. Yep. There's always been bullies in this world and there always will be. So for all the lefties who want to, you know, bite their fingernails. Oh, he's just a bad man. Guess what? There always will be bad men like Putin and we have to know how to deal with him. Totally, Dave. Great. Well, well said. Good afternoon. And uh, hello to our listeners at home. This is going to be a, uh, a full on deep dive podcast into the Ukrainian situation. And as you mentioned, Dave, related matters. Our goal here, I think, really, Dave, today is to kind of connect the dots for folks, right? Like and tell people it's kind of hard. So here's 15 minutes. You're driving to work. Listen to the podcast. Let's connect the dots for you. This is just not a skirmish in Eurasia, a little faraway land you, you don't really know too much about. But let's just connect the dots on a lot of historical factors. So I'm going to kind of dive into some of this stuff. So Biden administration, first of all, has been beating these war drums for weeks, if not months, as you mentioned, and their allies and accomplices in the mainstream media. 
Let's circle back about 30 years ago, Dave. Putin, as you know, has never, never accepted NATO or the United States or any of its allies in the Eurasian region. And they've really never honestly accepted the end of the USSR. So for folks who have a good memory and remember their geography, the United Soviet Socialist Republic, the constellation of Russia and all those aggregate communist states was a total communist empire. Number two uh, platform powerful in the world behind the United States. They're now gone. And he's always he being Putin has always resented that former KGB agent ran the KGB special forces guy in Russia. And he's a he's a Gorbachev type communist guy. And he's always wanted to reconstitute the USSR. And this is the beginning of that. Dave, as you know, the Ukraine has been a slush fund, piggy bank, far left piggy bank for years with the Clinton Global Initiative, the Hunter Biden crime family. Did you know, Dave, that three others, Romney, Pelosi and John Kerry, all their oldest children all have uh, or sorry, their oldest kids are all on the boards of Ukrainian energy companies. Don't you find that a little bit interesting, Dave? Isn't that a, it's, it's strange that this this one country, Amazing. right, over the last 20, 30 years? Look, Putin wants to reconstitute the USSR. Let's just rewind the clock. Russia invaded slash took Georgia under Bush. As you mentioned, Bush was a Republican, but he's really a Democrat. Russia invaded and took Crimea under Obama. Russia invaded the Ukraine right now, and he will take it under Biden, make no mistake. What happened under Trump, Dave? Nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing, because he knew better, right? No wars under Trump. And by the way, nothing happened under Reagan either, who ended the Cold War with Gorbachev with the famous statement, tear down this wall and peace through strength, and the rest is history. Uh, look, Ukraine is just the first stop on the march for Putin. Uh, next up, Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, Croatia, places that probably most people at home have never heard of. These used to be part of the former Soviet Republic, the USSR. Dave, they are going to come back in. He has not done with the Ukraine. He will use low-yield tactical nuclear weapons. He's threatened to use those as of today, the 27th of February. This is not saber-rattling. This guy will deploy those. Um, you know, North Korea today, I'm not sure if you saw this, just shot a missile into the Pacific. Um and people are like, you know, these lip tards, uh, excuse me, I'm surprised. Why are you doing this? I thought we had uh, everybody on climate change and carry and everybody, we were all feeling good and holding. People don't, people need to understand this guy is a thug. He is tough and he is going to do whatever he wants to do. He, he's laughing at us. He is laughing at us all the way to the bank. And as you said, Dave, in your opening, he sees weakness as opportunity, just like any good strategist would do. And this is an incredible opportunity for both Russia with Ukraine to take more territory as well for China to ultimately take Taiwan. And I hope that doesn't happen, but I think it will at some point. It's all on the, on the chessboard. It's funny, you just alluded to, the, to, to John Kerry. I mean, we just in the last five days, we've heard so many ludicrous comments coming out of the left John Kerry, his big concern is how this is going to disrupt our march, our march toward a green energy policy around the world. <laughs> I saw. Oh, that. please, Mr. Putin, we, are we trying to become uh, uh, you know neutral, uh, carbon neutral? Yeah. This is not going to go along. This is this is upsetting our plans for that, you dick. Yeah. Um, so, what is Biden's big th- uh, thing that they're talking about? We need to sanction Russia. We need to. So the, when you really read like this is like a sanction is some kind of a magical, mystical yeah. thing that like yeah. a, a magical dust. Right. You know what the, the first ma- sanctions were? 
okay, we're not going to get any more of those fancy handbags from Russia. No more Russia vodka. Right. And no more, uh, uh, you know, clothing from Russia. Right. No more ca- caviar. Right. So that was, yeah, that's, you know, you know Putin's going to be very upset about that. And what they don't do, what they don't do. Okay, look, half of the money that comes into Russia's banks are from them selling natural gas and oil. Right. right. What's happened the last year, Frank? The oil has doubled in yeah, price, yeah. all because of Biden and his green energy buffoons yep. taking, you know, uh, stopping the Keystone Pipeline, but allowing Russia to continue to feed. So, and here's a whole other level: Germany, Western Europe, they get a huge amount of their energy from Russia, more than fifty percent. So more folks than fifty percent. Every so, major so, <laughs> country in Europe is right. more than fifty percent of their energy. Because they've also gone this green energy route. Well, look at all of our windmills. Right. That's going to give it no. So they're still paying in the hundreds of billions right. of dollars to Russia. Right. Russia's loving the hundred dollars a gallon. I'm sorry, a oh, yeah, barrel, a barrel. Of, of oil. By the way, interesting but, side but, note on that, Dave. Guess who Russia has been funding over the last several years? I just read about this fascinating article. Russia has been funding intensively the Green New Deal, the Green mm. Party climate eco activists on the other side. Why? To drive that wedge further in to make the libtards feel even more guilty. And then so then then you don't do the fracking domestically, you you reduce your reliance on energy independence here in the United States. What happens? Take Take a look at your bills recently. Look at our bills in San Diego. The electricity bills are up. Natural gas bills are up like 30, 40, 50%. It's insane. They don't want us to be self-reliant. Until you put a, a crimp into their primary source of funding, which is gas and oil. And that's what Donald Trump had done because we, yep. for the first time, became energy independent because yep. he was uh, you know, getting rid of these ridiculous uh, regulations. We are finally exporting energy. Yep. And it, it's amazing how man, you snap your fingers in 12 yep. months time that yep. completely reversed. Yep. It puts Putin in the driver's seat. And now, um, you know, we're more concerned in the military about yep. uh, allowing our service members to be uh, to change their sexual orientation. Right. And what's the worst? You just told me about this today, about the, uh, the, the some of the armed guards that are on our southern border are now oh. being dispatched to the to Ukraine. Dave, don't even get me started. So le- legitimate story it's out there for everybody to read about the Biden administration The feckless, weak, illegitimate Biden administration has ordered Customs and Border Patrol agents, Dave, from the southern border of the United States to go to the Ukraine to defend its border with Russia. Wow. I I mean, Dave, this is this is I'm keeping a very monotonic level set perspective here because I am so angry, Dave, and so upset with this particular point. We, they, they have the Southern border. I live 40 miles from the Southern border. I down, down there all the time for various reasons. It, it is completely open. I mean, wide open Dave. People are coming back and forth. And that's the California piece. Forget about Texas, New Mexico, et cetera. And the gall for the, I mean, this is article one, section one of, impeachment uh treasonous hearings for biden and i pray to god that our our party when they get in does this because this is crimes against the state dave he is intentionally he is now taking united states sworn officers off our southern border and protecting our country dave and sending them to die in the ukraine to fight russians for what i mean dave it's absolutely insane um and strangely, we were just talking about this. Um, it seems to me that we're seeing much more of an aggressive hawk-like stance coming from the Democrats. 
So once again, for all their nonsense, oh, Donald Trump's going to get us into blah, blah, blah. And so, no, no, no. If you take a look at the course of history going all the way back to World War I, it's always been the Democrats that have, want, that have launched this country into wartime. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Uh, and I don't want to hear this nonsense about Iraq and George Bush. That was... Well, another Democrat. Just and, and, and also another he, he Democrat. He was not. He's, he's, a, he's a rhino at best. At likely best. a Democrat. Yeah. Look, the 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 attack, uh, the war in this country on fossil fuels to this all electric uh, nonsense yeah. has been an absolute disaster for us. And just Huge in a year's disaster. time, we are seeing uh, Putin. Uh, you know, such, OK, you guys are going to do this with your pawn. Well, I'm going to do this with my queen and my king and my all my other totally. chess pieces. Totally. And Dave, you know, again, I guess the good the silver lining here, folks, is that if we get the right administration back in from our side, the right side then we can change these policies and within 12 to 18 months have an effect. We went from the same place before Trump was in to $1.70 a gallon gas, okay? We can go back, California right now, it's $5.20 a gallon. We can go back from $5.20 back down to $172 bucks a gallon with the right policies, energy independence, fracking, yeah. new licenses. Dave, did you know that the Department of the Interior in the United States is actively sitting on and suppressing requests for new exploratory, exploratory, uh, exploratory licenses for fracking, for energy, for oil across the entire country, right? Yeah. They, they absolutely want to put, put more dollars into the party of Davos, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the Russian oil, the Ukraine mob, the CGI, all of it. And they just want it, they want to continue to, they don't care, they don't give a shit about Americans, this country, or our future. So on a whole other level, um, the people, the, the, when you hear one word that comes out of, uh, and you talk about the Ukraine, is corruption. Now, this is a pretty new country. People forget that they were part of the Soviet bloc for, right. forever. Right. And so they're kind of still fledgling. Now, I like Zelensky. Zelensky's the president. Yep. He right now is wearing a bulletproof vest and holding a gun. Yep. And he's marching with his fellow uh, countrymen. Sure. To the, to, I mean, can you imagine John, uh, Joe Biden yeah. with, with a gun out in front of the not White really. House? No, not, not gonna, really. Not, yeah. not, not going to happen. So they're doing everything they can. And yes, it's a, still a horribly corrupt country. It's, it's going to take them decades to kind of you know, establish themselves. Mm-hmm. But me, uh, you know, on a whole, uh, forget about Hunter Biden and being on the Burisma's board and mm-hmm. all these lefties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just it's just it's just like a cash uh, laundering machine over well, Dave, in Ukraine. Well, Dave, right? back to the gun piece for a second. You know, if Biden sure. ever had to pick up and hold a weapon for himself, I'm guessing he'd want a high capacity <laughs> magazine at that point, wouldn't he? As opposed to why do you need a why do you need a magazine that only holds more than 10 rounds? Uh-huh. Dude, this is why. This is exactly why. Okay. Those poor people, you know, we talk about how what was it like 80 billion dollars worth of equipment we left in Afghanistan. You know what? The citizens of Ukraine could use a lot of that equipment right now. Wouldn't that uh. be great? My God. Why don't we start leaving it in the right countries? Uh, At least certain people. Here's a little little tweak on the story, Dave. I'm not sure if you saw this. Elon Musk, I guess he has some connection with the Ukraine. I'm not quite sure exactly what that is. But, uh, you know, he part of his space initiatives, he's got this company called Starlink. Have you heard of Starlink? I have heard of it. So Starlink operates for our our, uh, friends at home who are listening, operates a, a series, thousands of low orbit satellites around the world that provide internet service to very remote regions. So if you live on a ranch or you live out in the middle of nowhere or the Arctic or what, you know, wherever, where there's no, you know, cable or running water, et cetera, Starlink provides um, internet service. Now, of course, Russia has knocked out the telecoms of every, uh, everything in the Ukraine. So one of the problems they're having right now is communication. So Elon Musk has stepped up. 
He's retasked, this is kind of like a defense department term, he's retasked all of his satellites as part of Starlink to provide internet service to the entire country of Ukraine, which I thought was awesome. Good for um, him. So at least, you know, yeah. they've got the ability to communicate, which kind of democratizes everything. Right. So it's, you know, each day that goes by is going to be some major event. I, the last I've heard, Frank, is that they will have, quote unquote, talks in Belarus tomorrow or the next day. We'll yeah, see if that I, comes to this. Can, can right. we do one more one yeah, more sure. jab at this? Is the, yeah. the bio lab thing? Oh sure, yeah. And I, I, you know, as if there's not enough craziness happening in this country. But apparently, our country, <laughs> yes, the United States of America, yeah. Going back, to forget about the Wuhan lab. We have been building and funding various U.S. bio labs in Ukraine. They're saying there's yep. eleven. Yep. And somehow we believe that Putin knew about this, knows where they are, and actively has been bombing the heck out of them. Now, we don't know which ones have been totaled. We don't know uh, if they were actually functioning. But my God, once again, why? We have to go all the way to to Ukraine to uh, actively uh, engineer uh, a bioweapon. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, Dave, obviously, you know, I work in the the space, so I understand a little bit about what's going on here. So so you're right. This is absolutely a true story. Uh, 11 bio labs doing level three, level four work. Think about it at home, folks. This is Wuhan 2.0. Okay, basically, to put a fine point on it, this is weaponization. Um, this is gain of function. This is not gain of function research. These things are already weaponized. Okay. These are weaponized viruses. Um, the reason Dave, it occurs in places like Ukraine and Belarus and Croatia and Zagreb and all the rest of it is this is where places, groups like the CIA and the DOD can operate black site ops, right? This is where they can actually do their work without the specter and the light of the media and everybody else in the Western world kind of drawing attention to it. So, Make no mistake, there was there was a high level, uh, a tactical, kinetic, cyber, et cetera, type of work going on in these labs, along with biological research. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes out of these labs being destroyed. But, um, you know, uh, difficult story, but true story. But it's, it's a whole other level of you can't just say that Putin is a one dimensional, like cartoonish thug. He has no, no, various no. L- levels of motivation. Yes. Who go into Ukraine and you yes. have to uh, you have to acknowledge and appreciate things like that. And that yeah. he wants a buffer between him yeah. and NATO and well, so on. I'm glad you mentioned that, Dave, because I just want to leave folks with the following. Please go and check out the new defense. She's a defense. She's a defense intelligence analyst, former with the Department of Defense. She's been on Steve Bannon's War Room show the last couple of mornings. This is the most incredibly intelligent woman, Dave, I've seen on this topic of of Putin's true intent. She's Russian. She knows him inside out. She used to work Mm -hmm. in the Russian Republic in in, in, Intel. So she knows him inside out. And you're absolutely right, Dave, when you say they have had a master plan for 20 plus years uh, that involves multiple levels. Okay. It involves kinetic. And by kinetic, I mean like, you know, boots, soldiers, troops on the ground, bullets, guns, etc. Cyber, kinetic. right? Cyber. Kinetic. Cyber is another, okay. Disrupting everything by cyber, infrastructure, grid, power, energy, nuclear, etc. Um, economic, that's obvious, just economically, wherever you can, targeting sanctions. Uh, there's another whole set of, of areas of interdiction which essentially involve election malfunction, election rigging, right? So this we've, this is like well-known. Russia's and others have been getting involved in our elections for years through both cyber activities and others. So make no mistake, this is not just some bad dude who wants some more physical territory in the game of risk on the board. This is a guy who totally gets the long play. He's like Xi in China. He's like, the, you know, so he takes the 50 to 100-year perspective on things, not a two-year or a 20-year perspective. Exactly. And since you just mentioned China, 
my, my last button on this story is guess who just smelled uh, blood in the water? Our friend, their CCP friends in China. Yeah. So uh, just as of yesterday, they are now holding military drills just south of Taiwan. I saw that. Yeah. Now, China flight, has been, flight incursions into the Taiwanese exactly. airspace. They, I read they that. They have been licking their chops and wanting to get a hold of Taiwan for decades now. Yeah. And now with this, uh, everyone's diverted with Russia and with yeah. the weakness in the White yep. House. They're gonna China's going, okay, is now the time that we're going to take yep. And guess what we're going to do about that? Yep. Nothing. 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 And Dave, by nothing. the way, now is the time. And you, we might be having, you may even have some patriotic friends at home who ask, you know, why should we? bother why should we care why why is it important well i'm going to tell you why it's important 90 percent of every semiconductor chip available in the world today comes from taiwan so if you like cars refrigerators iphones anything like that you better hope to you better hope and pray that taiwan stays alive as a democracy because 90 percent of chips come from there um not to mention trucks and the like, and it's much it it's much more vital than Ukraine as far as a you know our, our existence. Yeah. And, and and as a one one final 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 uh, thought on this is it's amazing that people get so worked up about what's happening there. But if you really get down to it, also Frank, who do you fear more on a day to day basis? What's happening in the Ukraine or? The potato head in the White House, yes, who is um, spying on you, cutting off your business, allowing uh, you know drug traffickers and crime to come up to the southern border on a day to day basis. Joe Biden is much more of a threat to my life than Putin right now. One thousand percent, Dave. Very well said. Incredibly well buttoned up for the show today, Dave. Great to see you. Thanks for. Getting together today on this beautiful Southern California sunny day. Anyways, folks, make sure to check out our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We're out there on every single one. Also on social media, Getter, Gab, and MeWe. Getter, we love. Getter is the Twitter killer. So delete your Twitter account. Get off Facebook. Get on Twitter. Twitter and uh, Sorry, get on Getter. Uh, and make sure to follow folks on the right side. Dave, we'll see you down the road.